0: Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist.
1: Good morning, and thank you for joining us. I'm Heather Carroll. Good morning, and I am Emily Ledham. Thank you for joining us. Emily, thank you for having coffee with me this morning. Cheers, friends. <laughs> I, I was
2: thinking on the way here. What an honor to enter into your desk, your car, uh, your your home, wherever, you know. Like, what an honor that we get to join well, you wherever you might be this morning.
1: People ask me, you know, they say, don't you get nervous going on the radio? And I'm like, nah, there's only two people that listen. <laughs> And one of them is my mom. And you just get to true.
2: have, that's not true. I was just going to say, yeah, right. If only that were true, except that there's like several
1: hundred thousand listeners. It's fine. It's, it's just fine. no big deal. But we it's get to have no big deal. coffee talk across the breakfast table. I know. I love having you here and you've been with us before. But for those that may have not heard you the last couple times, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. You?
2: Yes. I would love to. I am Emily Leedham. I am the director of Marriage, Family and Respect Life for the Catholic Diocese of Sioux Falls i am married to a super handsome hunk of humanity other people call him matt <laughs> uh and i've got two little girls at home um my plan b job if this whole thing working for the diocese doesn't work out is i would like to be cinderella at disney world <gasps> have i ever told you this Fantastic! thank you that. i know thank you, you that's like my dream would. job i think it would be so fun just wow. like yeah getting caught up in the magic and, okay this'll be another conversation for a different time but i yeah. think there's a real something to be I said add to that oh great but you know okay so we're both moving to disney yeah
1: great okay so we've got a lot of homework it's gonna be a good good <gasps> show i can't wait so johnette's actually on the line
0: oh let's go let's,
1: let's go let's do this <laughs> Jeanette, are you with us
0: I certainly am, and I have enjoyed your dialogue this morning. And oh, my goodness. So many li- little bits and pieces of that I would just like to take and pull apart and get into and discuss with all of you.
1: <laughs> I know. Emily and I could sit and have coffee for hours.
0: <laughs> we always
2: get a little worried that we're going to need to
0: be reined in
2: or
1: something, you know?
0: <laughs> well, it's wonderful to be with Sisters in Christ this morning. Thank you so much for Aww. the invitation.
1: Thank you for joining us this morning, and for the listeners that aren't familiar with Johnette Williams, you're also known as Johnette Bankovic, and Women (laughs) of Grace, one of our favorite shows on Real Presence Radio, so um, you're coming to do a fundraiser, and we are so grateful and excited to have you in Bismarck in Rapid City. Um, Tell us about coming to South Dakota. How is that for you?
0: Well, it's excellent, and I can't wait to come, and I'm going to be there in November towards the latter part of the month, right there around the uh, 18th and the 19th. I'm going to be up your way, uh, North Dakota and South Dakota, two states in two days. I mean, that's really some traveling. (laughs) You go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we're in this time of the Holy Spirit, and our Blessed Lady, and we're moving along, you know, on the wings of the the Holy Spirit, wherever it is that He wants to take us. And I'm so glad that He's bringing me to your region, to your area of the United States, coming up in November. And I just know that God has abundant blessings that he wants to pour out on all of us as we gather together for this beautiful event uh, on behalf of Real Presence Radio.
2: Oh, I love it. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but can you tell us a little bit more? I would love to know just about your apostolate, Women of Grace. Where, Where did this idea come from? When did this kind of, when was this seed born in your heart?
0: Oh, well, thank you for asking that question. You know, I first became involved in Catholic ministry through Catholic communications and through Catholic radio all the way back in 1981, kind of wondering if you guys were born at that time. but
2: nonetheless, all those I'm not going to you know. answer that question. I was. I was. I definitely was not. I was just a far-off idea in my parents' mind.
1: We don't need
0: to know that. I kind I know. of had
1: a feeling that was the case. But,
0: you know... I, I was, a, I was a pioneer in Catholic radio for two reasons. One, there just weren't very many Catholic radio stations at that time. Mm-hmm. There were only seven. And of the seven, only uh, two of them were being used for evangelization purposes, and mine was one of those there in St. Petersburg, Florida, uh So a pioneer in the sense of of Catholic radio uh in in the totality of its mission. But then additionally, uh, I was one of the very few Catholic women's voices in Catholic radio at that time. Uh So that's how I gained entrance into the work that I'm doing today, and it was a year after that I started off, I said 1981, I think I was wrong on that, I started off in 1987 on radio, came back to the faith in 81, Uh and then a year later... In uh, 1988, I was up at EWTN doing programming, and I think because of that kind of a national presence that came with uh, EWTN, I began to be sought out to speak to women's groups. And it was then, and it was through those women's groups, and it was seeing that Uh, confusion in women's minds about who they were, the lack of fulfillment that they were experiencing, when everything that the culture of the day said that these women should be at the top of their game, that they had never risen to such a capacity before, and yet here they were, and and they seemed interiorly disheveled, they Mm. seemed interiorly isolated, it seemed like they were on the crux of a major identity crisis, and it troubled me deeply, and I began to pray about it, and make a very long story short, you uh, know. In, in, in prayer time, I sensed the Holy Spirit asking for a conference, and He gave me the image of a funnel, and we as women well know, you know, the, the equipment that we have in kitchens, so we know what a funnel is, <laughs> so He generally speaks to us in ways that are familiar to us, and He said, the top end of this funnel represents events that you will hold for women. The neck of the funnel represents Uh, a, a study, a curriculum through which women will gain knowledge of who they are, and then the very end of the funnel, just like what happens when we use a funnel in the kitchen, these women will spill out into the world, transforming it one woman at a time. And that has been the vision of Women of Grace and what we have been actively engaged in since 2003 wow
2: oh we're not our hearts burning within us (laughs) you're just speaking right to my heart and I I think that's so so astute of you to recognize you know this reality that women were rising I like how you Mm -hmm. said to the top of their game and and yet there was something interiorly that was so off so really you started kind of speaking directly just to the to the dignity and the vocation of women especially as daughters can you what was the response how did how did these women you know initially and then throughout the years, how how have they responded to your, uh, just the truth that you've been speaking into their lives?
0: Well, thank you. You know, this began a quest for me. I had to find out who a woman was for myself. Oh, uh, you preach. know, I wouldn't want to present myself as someone who had not been escaped by the zeitgeist of the age, the spirit of the age that was trying to take away the reality of who woman is and still continues to make tremendous advances. As a matter of fact, the advance of of a false, uh, you know, um, ideology of woman prevails in the culture of the day. Uh, Carrie Gress in her book, The um, Anti-Mary Exposed, talks about this toxic femininity that's been released into the culture of the day. So I, I, I began by going to church documents, reading everything that I could that the church had written on women. I didn't read it exhaustively. There was too much. But I read enough to understand and to see that God had a vision for us that was spectacular and magnanimous. And as I began to present this to women, what I began to see happening in them, Emily and Heather, was, uh, you know, it was a, first of all, they were like little birds, you know, in a nest, just wanting to be fed, because what they were hearing spoke. Resonated deep within their hearts. It was truth, and they knew it. Their spirits recognized that it was truth, and they wanted more, and they wanted more, and they wanted more. But because they had come burden laden, you know, or laden with this 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 uh, uh, false uh, identity and this false ideology, there was a lot of healing that needed to be done. And a very strong component of our Women of Grace foundational study. It's foundational for women. <laughs> it's foundational to help rebuild them. Uh, a key component of that is this process of restoration and renewal, that God works in them through the power of the Holy Spirit and the maternal beatitude and intercession of Our Lady to make them whole again. And we have seen miracles, I mean literally miracles, in that area happen in women's lives. So they, the response has been great. It remains great. We're international with it at this point. I, I guess I would want to say that, that our newest um, foundation of Women of Grace is there in the Ukraine. Uh, it's The whole study has been translated into Ukrainian, and and we see that wherever this is proclaimed, because it is the truth and it's the teachings of the Church, lives are changed, hearts are healed, and souls are saved, it's incredible to watch happen.
1: That uh, is just amazing to hear. And if, for those of you that are just joining us, we're talking with Johnette Williams this morning. She is the host of EWTN's Women of Grace. And we're just talking about the beautiful uh, calling of women. And I just think, you know, in today's society, we could talk about this forever. And I know you could, Johnette. But, you know, mm-hmm. it just, it, like you said, it, it changed from one type of being a woman to this other type of I can do it all type of a woman and we lose that beauty of actually being a
0: woman. Well, you know, the society. fact of the matter is, I think it, there is there is a, a part of that where women can do it all. The question is, should women do it all? <laughs> you, mm-hmm. know? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we are very capable women, uh, yeah. you know, and God has made us strong and resilient, and we can face things that are difficult for a man to face. I mean, we're there, as as the Holy Father writes in Moliere, at the beginnings of life, and we're there at the end of life. We we suffer to bring children into the world a pain that I, I don't know how men would tolerate it, but He's given us the interior capacity to do so. And we can go out into the world and make a difference. And there's nothing that says that we ought not to go out into the world and make a difference. But never, never at the sacrifice of the fundamental reality of who we are, because we are, we are bringers of life, and that needs to accompany us everywhere. We cannot assume the masculine mindset and be happy ever. And that's why women parade around. I mean, I, my favorite little statement to make is that, you know, I've never seen a happy feminist. They're all angry. They're all unhappy. They're all sour. They're sour on life because something in them is sour, and it's their own recognition of who they are.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Like, authentic femininity really breeds really breeds joy. You know, one of the other things that's coming to my mind as you're talking about this, Jonna, is is that quote from Fulton Sheen about like the history of civilization could actually be written in terms of the level of its women. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? And and just the reality that I think it's something along the lines of like when a man loves a woman, he has to become worthy of her and essentially getting at mm-hmm. the higher her virtue, the more he is raised. So Can you can you just speak a little bit about that, especially for those that for those men that might be listening? Mm -hmm. How does this how does this apply to men? What what does this do in the lives of men?
0: Well, you see, I, you know, boy, oh, boy, would I love to come up there and just sit with the two of you in a, in a room full of 100 women. <laughs> and we could go to town on this topic. Amen. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, I'm dancing, actually, right now in the room <laughs> because I'm so excited about what you're saying. But, but here's the thing. I dance when, when I'm happy.
1: <laughs> and you so, and me both. We would get <laughs> along great.
0: Is, is that too much information? I'm not really definitely sure. Not. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. But the, uh, but the fact of the matter is, you know, we have to understand who we are as women. And, of course, we go back to the early chapters of Genesis to discover that great reality. And we see that as John Paul II, right? Adam was in the original solitude. I mean, he is the primordial case of an identity crisis. He doesn't know who he is. So for a man to know who he is, what does God do? He casts deep sleep on the man. He takes a rib out of the side of Adam. And he fashions a woman. And it's then when Adam wakes up and he sees her and he says, "Um, at last this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. I will call you woman for out of your man you'll be taken. And what is he expressing there? He's expressing, I know now who I am because of you. And uh, so, with that reality, uh, he, he, the woman always is the, the North Star for the man. Well, the evil one knew this. He watched. He, 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 he is not God. He's not omniscient, He doesn't get it all, but he's a great observer. And he saw what happened in the garden, and he knew that if he got Eve, he'd get Adam. But he wasn't sure if he got Adam, he'd get Eve. So he went for woman, because she's the linchpin to man's identity. So when Fulton Sheen writes that beautiful quotation, in a certain sense, he's playing off of that that reality that that the man goes by way of the woman we see this even in scripture with our Lord Jesus Christ don't we when he's lost in the temple Mary and Joseph come. Mary says, "You know, you've deeply troubled your father and I, like son. What were you thinking?" And then the next thing we know, you know, it says that he goes home to Nazareth with his parents, and he grew and wisdom, age, and grace. No, this is not your time, son. Your time will come, but not now. And she's the one who brings him recognition of his time at the marriage feast of Cana. So there is a beautiful reality in this. So what she is saying is that if 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 woman falls to a very base, low level men will always be beneath her because they will follow after her and they will become captive to their passion and they will fall far further than she. But if she begins to rise up, <laughs> if she begins to stand up, then where will man go? Man will stand up too. And wow. so that's the idea. She is the sign of the sacred. And if we ever have that opportunity, I'll get into that with you, but I don't think we have time.
2: <laughs> oh. Jeanette, oh, wow. I'm raising my outside. hands over here yeah, like a Protestant. Like, yeah. like
0: preach, <laughs> preach. So good. Good. so good I,
1: well, I just I just free. Um, oh, I love it. Well we Janet,
0: moving along.
1: We are so thrilled to be having you in our our uh, fundraisers that are coming up, and we're running out of time, so I have to really jump the gun and and thank you for That's being fine. on with us this morning, Johnette It's been a pleasure and plenty more to hear from you on women of grace if people wanted to hear more. Thank you so much for joining us this morning..
0: Uh,